1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. My co-host and our real estate expert is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Now, just before we came on the air this morning, you mentioned the hot market in Durham. What can you tell us? Durham has been on fire for the first quarter. Sales are up 60.5% for Durham as a whole, and the average price continues to climb in each area. Uh, you know, specifically, if you look at Oshawa, Oshawa is up 39%, Tina, and the average price in Oshawa has grown for the year by about $205,000 on, on average, and that is a major shift in terms of you know, where people are relocating to and, and where they're moving to. They're uh, looking at the affordability factor and also the ease of commuting to Toronto now with the 407 going out east. So are you surprised by this interest in Durham region, in Oshawa? Durham has been, you know, where a lot of people have been turning to over the years, just merely because of the affordability. You can buy a, a nice home in Durham for six or $700,000, which you'd probably pay you know, 900 or a million for in York Region. So we've seen a lot of, especially younger families, move out to Durham and start their lives there. There's so many amenities around in Ajax, Pickering, Whitby has really grown. And, you know, the, the bidding wars that we are seeing in Durham this quarter from January to March, you're, you're getting 20, 30 offers on these properties. So, it's uh, it's not that a few people are looking at Durham. There's a lot of people looking at Durham right now. Now, I read an, an article, and uh, the headline kind of got my attention, was that the Oshawa condo market is expected to become the hottest in the GTA. Is that what you're noticing as well? The um, condo market in Durham as a whole is really growing. And, and, you know, there's some really nice places along in the water and, you know, close to the water there. And those are going to become you know, more and more prevalent as we move forward. It's very affordable. If you look at, you know, the uh, Pickering waterfront, there's some really nice condos there that originally they were adult-only condos, and now they're starting to build more and more condos along there. There's a lot of people in Durham that have been waiting to downsize and move into a condo and they didn't have that option before now they do and as they see their prices for their homes increasing and the shift towards the detached market with people working from home and everything it's a great time and if you have a larger detached home this is when you want to sell and there's so many options available right now within durham four condos and there's nice condos there there's they're larger they include parking or parking is relatively cheaper than it would be downtown but some great options for condos for sure so for someone who maybe wasn't considering that end of the 905 you're suggesting to them hey maybe give it a second look 
For sure. And, you know, with the GO uh, station improvements and the, the GO transit improvements itself, it really does make for an easy commute. We have clients that have moved out to Oshawa and, you know, Ajax, Whitby, and it's about a 40-minute commute downtown from there. You know what else is getting really popular is Clarington. So Bowmanville, Clarington, those areas, there's a lot of movement out that way as well. Lots of new homes, great value, and really nice new communities. And doesn't feel as far as it used to be, right? Not at all. I mean, with, with the 407, it makes everything really close. And now you've got arteries from the 407 down to the 401. So you've got the 412 and the 418 that connect the 407 down to the 401. So it really does make uh, commuting a lot uh, more enjoyable when you have those options available to you. So how does Oshawa, Whitby, Pickering, how does it compare in terms of the real estate market then to York region, to Peel region? If you're looking at... Uh, average price points, pretty much every area in York Region, every town, every city in York Region, we're looking at price points of over a million dollars on average. And if you're looking at Durham, you can still get houses here for $700,000, $800,000. And when you're talking about how much people are bringing in in terms of income and what they can afford, Durham really does offer them much more bang for their buck than they would get in York Region. All right, after the break, how to ready your home to sell. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. On the Market is back. I'm Tina Cortez, and this is York Region's only radio real estate show. Over to my co-host, Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties with today's guest. Thank you, Tina. Joining us next is Teresa Keating from REMAX Prime Properties in Mount Albert. Teresa, welcome to the show. Thank you, Asif. Thanks, Tina. Nice to be here. Teresa, it's been uh, certainly a crazy market, to say the least. <laughs> and how are you working with sellers in order for them to declutter and get their homes ready? What's the first step or the first couple of steps that you want them to take care of when listing a home? For sure. So in this market, I mean, the market has definitely been a crazy one. Um, but uh, first for our sellers, it's always a mindset. Um, you know, you are about to sell your home. So it then it's not your home anymore. It becomes a product. So we want it to get it ready for the market. And in this situation, you're going to be selling your home. So you're going to be moving at some point. So let's get started on that right away by getting rid of some of the stuff that you have in your home, things that you don't use, you know, you can donate it to the um, local charities, throw things out, um, pack some stuff away that you know they're going to take with you because you're going to have to do it anyway. So let's get started on it now. And what about those items that have sentimental value that we just can't part with? What advice do you have for your clients in those situations? So with regards to sentimental items, um, when it comes to showings, we want to uh, you know, in terms of personal things, we want them to be put away, the things of pictures of the family and everything like that. So let's, 
what we suggest to our clients is, you know, for pictures, family pictures, instead of taking the pictures off the wall, let's get some fancy um, uh, wrapping paper and put them in there and then, you know, create a little bit of a design. So that way they don't have to go through and, you know, take pictures off the wall per se. They can just create a little bit more ambiance um, with some designs rather than buyers coming through and looking at pictures and understanding who lives here, what do they do? And Teresa, certainly with, the COVID element playing havoc with uh, listings and uh, with sellers. A lot of people don't want staging furniture brought in. How do you handle, you know, working with their furniture and, and the decluttering aspect of it? What's the process? If you want to walk us through from when you first walk into a home to having it ready for pictures, what are the steps? So when I walk through a home with my clients, um, you know, we look at, the way they have things organized. And again, from a, from a staging perspective, again, your home is a product. So you want people to come in and they want the home to look inviting. They want to be able to visualize and see space. So when we use their furniture, um, we ask them, you know, we're going to change the layout of things because we want things to be functional. It may not be quite how you want your or how you live day to day, but it will be functional in terms of a buyer coming through the home. So let's organize it that way with regards to their furniture. Now, what about in terms of closets? How do we streamline the closet, whether it's a walk-in or a hallway coat closet? How do we make sure that it really shows well? First and foremost, get rid of what you have in there. You don't need all the jackets, all the seasons. Let's look at the season that we're in and let's pack some of the jackets away. Um, we also encourage people to put things, they'll get some nice boxes, um, and, and put things in boxes because when people open closets, when they go through a home, they want, they want to visualize their stuff in there and do they have enough space for their stuff. So to open up a closet and see clutter everywhere, they're going to immediately think, well, how's my, how are my things going to fit in there? So some nice boxes, um, and put stuff, you can put stuff away. Um, put them in the basement, get a storage unit. We sometimes recommend if people have a lot of furniture or things in their closets, just pack it away. That's great advice, especially as, uh, you know, people are trying to imagine more space off. What do you say about people that need space in their garage or their basement to store things? Is that okay, or would you rather people take it off-site and store it uh, somewhere else? Um, it really depends on how much stuff we're dealing with. Uh, you know, people still have a life. They still live. Um, so if you're, uh, you know, in terms of your garage, as long as it's nicely organized, so it's not jam-packed full of stuff as soon as you open the door and everything is there, um, you know, again, pack things up and just put it along the walls. As long as they're neatly organized, that's fine. Um, you know, as I said, if, if people look and they see a mess, again, the same thing as a house is my car going to fit there or how do they visualize the basement if it's unfinished in terms of, you know, we want to, we want to do the basement. So how can we visualize it when it's jam packed? So if it's neatly organized, that's okay. And what suggestions do you have for a laundry room? How do you get it to make a really good impression? Um, Again, it's, you know, neatly organized. Let's not have baskets of dirty clothes lying around everywhere. Um, If you have shelves, Again, um, neatly organized, uh, you know, all the laundry soap and everything. Um, as long as it's neatly organized, again, you can put it in boxes. Um, 
or put things in any cabinets. But again, people open doors as well. So when they open up the doors, as long as things are neat and organized, that's great. We don't want dirty laundry hanging around, um, you know, on the floor or, uh, you know, undergarments hanging on, drying in the line. So we want to make sure all that's put away for sure. We've, I've seen that in some of the, in some listings. <laughs> and, you know, we're, we're talking about having places ready to go. It's a spring market. Tell us a little bit about outside and how important is curb appeal, not only when you're decluttering and staging, but for the showings and for the pictures, how important is the actual drive up and the walk up to the doorway? It is very important. That is the first thing that people are going to see. Now, granted, we know that 99% of the buyers have already looked at the home online. So, and if they've fallen with in love with your home online, we want them to maintain that, that spot as soon as they drive up. So, um, you know, let's clear away if there's kids' toys, get rid of all the junk that's lying around. Curb appeal is huge. Um, this time of year, you know, it's always nice to have your lawn raked. Um, we know right now as we are getting into the greenery, people may not, things may not look as nice because the flowers haven't come up. But it's okay. As long as your lawn is raked, um, you know, you can get some baskets with some early spring flowers. Uh, we'll definitely play part and parcel in terms of people's view. So curb appeal, 100%. So important. And how much time should we budget, Teresa, in terms of, you know, how long is it going to take me to declutter that kitchen, that bathroom, that laundry room? What should we be budgeting in terms of timing? Um, I would say... You know, it probably would take, it depends on what you're dealing with, but budget at least, give yourself a deadline, but budget a good week, depending on what you have currently going on in your world. Um, if you have some time at home, you know, take, uh, you know, take an hour or so when you can throughout the day and just get that process started. It can be a little bit overwhelming, and honestly, it's, the, it's probably the most important job when you're getting your home ready for sale. So it is really important that time gets spent there, for sure. And with the long weekend upon us, this could be one of the the best weekends to do so, or even the week off that the kids are going to have, the the delayed March break that's going to be coming up. Uh, Might be a good time. Do you see a lot of people asking questions right about now to get their homes on the market in the next little while? Looks like there's a lot of pent-up listings out there from the COVID lockdowns. What are you hearing? Absolutely. We are um, we're starting to, to feel the buzz and people, yes, that um, haven't taken advantage of the market or were people who had plans to sell in the spring. We're def- our phones are ringing um, a little bit more now and, and inquiring about, is this the right time we want to get started? So it's, this is the time. And usually say right after March break is when things typically pick up, even though March break is delayed. So um, we're probably going to see a little bit more of that energy um, just after Easter and when, when the kids are done school. Is it worth investing in a storage unit or one of those boxes or pods that you often see in driveways to move some of your stuff? 100%, yes. We encourage our clients that they have, as, we, as we're going through the decluttering or if they have a lot of furniture or big furniture, um, you know, and again, people want to see the space, so let's get rid of that big stuff. Um, you know, may, you may have an extra dresser or a hutch or a bookshelf or things that you have no place to put. So 
investing in a storage unit or the pods are a fabulous idea, and we do recommend them um, to our clients for sure. And those are great points, especially, you know, you're going to be moving that furniture anyway, so you may as well get it into a pod or a storage space and move it to the new place from there. Teresa, if people have more questions about decluttering, getting their home ready, or even listing their home, how do they contact you? Sure. Well, you can visit my website at TeresaKeating.ca. That's T-E-R-E-S-A Keating, K-E-A-T-I-N-G dot C-A. Um, and uh, check me out there. Awesome. Thank you very much for your expertise on decluttering and getting homes ready for sale. You're quite welcome. Thank you. When we come back, your questions and the hot listing. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions. And the first one comes from Thomas in Unionville. He wants to know, Asif, your advice for a first-time buyer to jump into the real estate market. What is a good first step? Great question, Thomas. And, and we've getting more and more of this over the last little while with prices of detached homes climbing as much as they have. And condos are really a great first step because you can get into a condo for $500,000, $550,000 for a decent size starter condo. And if you wanted to get in on uh, you know, other areas outside of York region, you can still get homes, you know, townhomes, semi-detached homes in the six or $700,000 range. What we'd want to do is talk to you and ask you a few more questions about the type of lifestyle that you want to enjoy and also where you want to be, how much space do you need, and you know, do you have a family, do you need to be close to schools? These are all questions that uh, can help us point you in the right direction, but definitely a, a couple of good starter options there in terms of condos in York Region or even homes, uh, as we were just talking about earlier on the show in uh, Durham. And in terms of a deposit, what should Thomas be prepared to have ready? In terms of a, a deposit, you're looking at about 5% of the purchase price. Uh, as far as down payment, which is a, a little bit different, you're looking at what you get qualified for. So you may get qualified for 10% down. Bank may require you to have 20% down. If, you're, if you are going over a million dollars, you definitely need at least 20% down. But uh, it depends on what you qualify for and the type of mortgage that you're getting that they will, uh, you know, they will let you know what you need as a down payment. As far as the deposit with the offer, you're looking at about 5%. So in terms of first steps, then part of that conversation should include a conversation with a lender. Definitely. The lender conversation should happen simultaneously while you're starting to look for homes way before you're deciding to put offers on homes because you want to know what your buying power is. And if you're going into multiple offers, you want to know what the top end would be because a lot of times you have to do your financing before you even get to the offer date. Uh, you know, you no longer have those five days after you put an offer in to arrange for financing. You need to be pre-approved and be ready to go. Is a multiple offer or bidding war scenario pretty much a given these days? 
pretty much it is. And even when they don't have offer dates on properties, you're going to have three or four people jump the gun right away and put offers in. So you're going to be competing. So I would say 95% of the scenarios, you would be competing with somebody else, especially in a market where we don't have a lot of inventory. Asif, how do you prepare your clients then for a bidding war? It's, it's a bit daunting, isn't it? It really is. And you really need to structure the offer to win. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to have the highest price uh, in a bidding war situation. You have to have the best offer. And by that, I mean, you want to know when the sellers want to move because you want to give them their date. You want to give them as much as you can to entice them to take your offer. And a lot of times it, uh, it comes down to, it's an emotional decision for the sellers. And if they know that there's a young family that wants to raise their children here and that's what they've done for the last 40 or 50 years, that may sway them. So you want to be able to present the offer and have the agent present their client in a, a light that makes them stand out from the rest of the people coming in. Wow, you've got to present your client as well. <laughs> now, that could be challenging <laughs> at times. Our next question comes from Paula in Markham. She wants to know if a finished basement will help or hurt the resale of her home. A finished basement will definitely help, especially right now. Now, it depends on what you're doing to the basement as well. So as I say that, I want to qualify it with that statement because some people may want a basement apartment. Some people may want it for personal recreation space. So if you, have, if, you're, if you haven't finished it yet, the best thing to do is keep it as versatile as possible. So if people want to put in a basement apartment, they have that option. And if not, they have the, uh, the rec room or the office space available that they can use it for their family. All right. Good advice. Asif, this week's hot listing, what have you got for us? We're going to East Willenberry, and it is a stunning four-bedroom home. It's about 2,300 square feet, Tina. They have taken one of the smaller bedrooms and converted it to a massive walk-in closet. So there's actually three usable bedrooms. It could be converted back to a fourth bedroom, but, wow, you should see this closet that they have right now. Gorgeous ensuite. It backs onto green space. They've put in over $100,000 in upgrades here. Hardwood floors, smooth ceilings, nine-foot ceilings on the main floor, custom French doors in the living room. It's a gourmet eat-in kitchen, solid wood cabinets with pot drawers, granite countertops. This home has pretty much everything and is move-in condition. And this is in East Willenberry. The address on this property is 52 Ridgegate Crescent. And it's offered for $1.15 million, which is a steal in York Region. Walk-in closet, gourmet kitchen. Check, check. How nice is that? <laughs> it is awesome. And even the lots. I mean, as you go up north, you're going to get larger lots. So this is about a 35 by 143-foot lot which is huge these days. I mean, you're, you're looking at, if you're in Markham or Scoville, the average now is like 89 feet deep. This is 143 feet deep. Wow. So where can our listeners get more information on this property? They can contact Teresa Keating, and Teresa can be reached at 905-554-5522, and she'll be able to get them through the home. Excellent. And Asif, if our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? They can always reach me at 416-985-CON. That's 
985-5426. And that's our show. If you missed any part of On the Market, go to 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.